Yo, everybody, what's up? Welcome back. Um, welcome to Sparklight. Um, got my homie here, TPJ. What's up? How you doing? How you feeling? Uh, physically, all right, I guess. <laughs> Spiritually for the Sparks. Pretty good, you know? Yeah, they won yesterday. Um, and they didn't get shot out the gym. They didn't get shot out the gym. Um, they won. They act well, with the storm, they took 24 threes. They only hit eight of them. Um, which was an issue. Yeah. Um, like even I thought they put you know Sammy Watkins in to kind of like get some buckets. I think Sammy was, Watkins. I mean not Sammy Watkins. Sammy Wickham. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, Sammy, Sammy Watkins. Watkins. Wow, like we, Sammy Watkins. Like he playing football. Football, completely different sport. Anyway, uh, put in Sammy Wickham. I thought to, um, um, you know, uh, assist with the um shooting. I think they tried to open the floor up, especially for Jordan Canada. Um, to get her some more driving lanes, like um, late, like not late in the third, but midway through the third. You think there was a point when like they were within three, they got two offensive rebounds, kicked it back out to Sammy. I yeah. think she, if, she, if if she didn't airball every shot, she came close to airballing yeah, almost every that's shot. Why, well, never mind. We're not gonna go in there. We're not gonna devolve. I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna take over your show with why but they should lower the rims. But she came. Continue. I don't think that was why she the airballed the shot. Yeah, I think I've she been was just a lot of bad airballs. Nah, I don't think they that just be throwing up, trying to get it up there. But see, I've but, seen shots and in her which, included. Was she actually? But she doesn't have a good form though. That's she the doesn't thing have a good her, shooting yeah. form either. So like, when defenders close out on her fast, like your shooting form don't matter if you if you don't have a good shooting form. Exactly. Like Clay Thompson, you can close out on him, but if he can catch it and get it up in point five seconds and and with his with his shooting form, it's easy. Her hers is more like a front push. So if you running at her, she can't get it up and over you, which is why I'm saying just be. Just launching it. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> but continue. I'm sorry. But Sparks win. Um, so they advanced to play Connecticut. Um, mm -hmm. They played Connecticut. I think the series actually starts tomorrow, actually. So probably yeah. by the time you hear this, you'll be getting ready to watch the game. Um, hopefully you're watching the game. Hopefully you're watching the game. If you listen to this, I would assume you would be watching the game or you would at least be interested in watching the game. Um, it should be a good series, though. Um, I think that... The one thing I know we spoke about this yesterday when we were driving back from the game. I think one thing that they're gonna have an issue with is rebounding. Yeah. Um, you know, John Cora Jones, if I'm not mistaken, she led the like Bill league Russell. in rebound. Let me yeah, make she did. sure. Yeah. I think John Cora Jones the gonna be out there like Bill Russell. Legit. She might she might finish the series averaging like twelve and eighteen. No, nah, she didn't lead the league because no, she didn't. No, nah, she only averaged nine point seven. So okay. I don't think she led the league in rebounding. Still a lot of rebounds for but the NBA, but she yeah. where, like, where is the WNBA basketball references. They have a WNBA basketball reference, but it's like hard to like get to because they don't nobody fill it out. They don't nobody fill they be, it they out. They be slow to fill it out. Seriously, you can't even find advanced analytics for a lot of these players. You cannot find it, which is something that they need to improve. Yeah, a hundred percent. You're like, come on, like you got to be able to find advanced analytics. Yeah, I was looking at per thirty six, and I had a hard time finding per thirty six. So, uh, basketball reference for the, on the women's side, do us a favor. Go in and, and, and fix that. Update it, you know what I mean, every every day if you can. Because uh, sometimes it feel like it just be going slow. But still, I think John Quill Jones is going to present them with a very, very tough task. I think Candace, although Candace in the last game, um, I think had like uh, 11, No, she actually did lead the league in rebounding. She did, did lead the league in rebounding. Yeah, 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 yeah. 9.5 was the leader. Last year, Sylvia Fowles. Year before, John okay. Quill. So, yeah, she led the league well, yeah, Okay, well, she's not going to average 18 rebounds. She's not going to average 18. average 13. She did give the Sparks 24 rebounds. I remember It was that. third game. She gave him 24 yeah. rebounds. Now, that, that was the first time I saw them in Staples, too. Yeah. 
Now, NECA did have, if I'm not mistaken, 15 rebounds that game. But still, 24 rebounds for one human being in 40 minutes. Yeah. Like, it's not like you playing 48. You're playing 40 minutes. So, you was getting boarded up, clean boarded up within this 40 minutes. He's either getting boarded up or y'all was missing a lot of shots. Which, I, <laughs> which for them, it was a com- and that game was a combination of both. Yeah, so I think that'll be an issue. Um, I do think the matchup between Courtney Williams and Raquana will be fun. I think they're kind of like the same kind of player. Yeah. Um, I think both of them are kind of uh, like... Lou Will types, if I had to give them a comparison, like Lou Will types, people come in and just like flame it up instantly. I think Raquan is, if I was comparing defense between him and her, a better defender. I think she's annoying defensively. Raquan is more, more, I mean, she's more Mo Williams to me, but I feel you. Fair. Um, But but with that being said, in terms of how streaky she is, like Lou Lou isn't really a streaky shooter. He's just a person that you got to get him the ball to get him those opportunities. Fair. Raquana, some games she'll jack up like eight shots and make like one. Yeah, I talked to her after the game. She's like, I just didn't make no shots. I'm like, all right, I feel you. I'm going to move on to the next player. But, but, but like, like yeah. that's her job with this team. Like, like, she's probably, when I look at their lineup, I think she's probably the only player that I would think that in their starting lineup is, like, shoot first mm-hmm. and, like, shoot second yeah. and, like, then think about passing the ball. Yeah. But, like, that's her job, though. Like, her job is to take all of the shots that don't make sense sometimes when she yeah. takes them, but she'll actually hit them sometimes. Yeah, when she, when she catches that, mu- I mean, that, it, it's that flying. Mu- that mug is going. It's up. flying. It's, it's she's not. She no swear words. That mug is going up. She's definitely not considering. She's definitely letting it fly as soon as she gets it. For sure. So I mean, it, it to me, I think it should be a good series. Um, but in general, I want to so so I want to I want to I want to ask you. I know I got a chance to ask Sydney this. Um, when I was at practice. Um, I just asked her if she liked the single game elimination format. How do you feel about the single game elimination format? If they don't schedule the games on Sunday, I feel great about it. Uh, when they schedule the games on Sunday during football and there's nobody there, then it's kind of one of them things where I think they might want to reconsider it. Because I at least feel like with the I, – I, I personally – I don't have an issue with it. I think it makes things go by faster. I think it opens you up to like an NCAA tournament style type of play. Um as you can see, even in the even in the Vegas game when Chicago turned over the ball and then uh, what's her name Ham right? I think yeah. that's her name. Yeah. She, yeah, yeah. she just threw it up because she thought it wasn't no time left and wind up hitting the three that won in the game. You you know that which was that, horrible basketball. That's not by happening the way. in the series. That was horrible basketball. I mean, I mean, well, it can happen in the series, but the moment in the series is not that big. So I think for the WNBA for the first two rounds, it might lend 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 itself to getting more TV viewers, but. If you if even with your TV viewers, if you just gonna sit up there and put the game on Sunday at twelve o'clock with the marquee team in the league on the West Coast time when football is on, you're not really putting them in front of the audience that they need. It's problems I have with the league that's beyond. To like, be the fair, format, to be fair, the format. To to be fair, on what was it Wednesday? They did have the games during prime time. On mm-hmm. Wednesday they did, but obviously it wasn't the some of the more marquee teams in the league. I mean, well, I. Chicago, I don't think is a marquee team in the league. I, I, I think they have potential to become one of them. Uh, it depends. I think they have the potential. Um, I, I actually I, really like the marketing for that team. Like their Instagram account is pretty cool. The marketing around them, their little commercials and like interstitials that they be having that they post. I actually genuinely think Chicago and the Sparks are probably the two best marketed teams in the league. Vegas, but that's but that's not saying a Vegas, lot because Vegas. of how poorly the league is being marketed. Vegas, I think Vegas. I think it's probably like Sparks there in Vegas, and then I'll probably say like I I think Minnesota is there as well, just just because like they're a historic franchise. I think like Minnesota is there as well. Like I think when you I think I don't see anything about them now. They also play in Minnesota. Like, are we really I mean, looking yeah, for? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like the, the 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 but but that's what it should be. In the biggest markets, they should be marketed the best. 
personally, that's what I feel. But I mean, I don't have a, I don't have an issue with the format. I think it's fine until you grow the league. It's fine if you're gonna still out if you're gonna have staples and it's like three fourths capacity. Then yeah, do single game eliminations because obviously people are not gonna show up for five games of the yeah, yeah. first round series. Obviously, but I mean, if the league can grow and they can get some more dollars and they can get some more butts in the stands. And yeah, I think they. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing it three, three, uh, five, five, but I'm not upset with it. The max I would say is three, three, five, five. Personally, I like the single game elimination um, elimination format. I think that for one, like even yesterday, it was a point in time in the third quarter in which I actually got lost in the fact that I was supposed to be working. I was actually just watching the game. Like, yo, this is like really good basketball right now. Like when it was when like they came out in the storm, I think cut the lead to four, mm-hmm. and it was pretty much a one possession game for most of the third quarter until like the Sparks opened up the lead yeah. late. At, like after Unrequanta hit that three at the buzzer, it was kind of yeah. like, yes, yeah, all the momentum yeah. was gone. All the momentum was gone. It's over with. And especially with a, with a, with a, with a um, team like the Storm, I thought that they had to keep it close to get themselves a chance. I felt like if they if they could have got it to um, kept it to you know a two possession game with two minutes left in the fourth, mm-hmm. then you look at it, you like okay. Because the Sparks are at home, they may start pressing. You get a steal, you tie the game up. At that point, it's a whole new game. I feel like when you get a two-possession game with two minutes of it, it's a whole new game. The other 38 minutes don't matter at that point. It's 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 who can say the most composed and who can make something happen. I'm not upset with that. So I thought that they had to keep it close. I thought that if they got it like 9, 10, it was over with because I didn't think that the Storm, with their two probably best players being out, I didn't think that offensively they had creators. I thought I they had people. Two best players out, but I feel you. You don't think the two best players out? No, I think Natasha House is the second best player on that team. That's fair. That's fair. That's she's fair. A, she is a beast. That's fair. She is a beast. She was doing every single thing she possibly could to win in that game, and Jordan Canada was just dribbling the ball around the floor. But I think that you saw that because, like, from the perimeter, well, Jordan. The one thing I I think that I think Jordan's glass work is good. Like as far as her getting to the rim, being able to make layups, she converts a lot of layups, and they're usually finger rolls too. She like, takes a lot of stupid layups too. She does, she but that's going down there. I'm like, what are you doing down she, there? She she does, but that's because she can't shoot. So it's like when you when you like talk about being a shot creator and manufacturing a bucket, like she can't shoot. Like there was one play in which she stepped back, and I'm like, what are you stepping back to? We know you're not gonna shoot the ball. She stepped back and passed it to like Jewel Lord with like four seconds left on the shot clock. Then she passed it around because I don't think at this point she's even the best shot creator. And then you get a shot clock violation because you're just throwing to somebody else on the wing. And at that point, it's like two seconds left. What's gonna happen? Yeah. So I think that for the storm, they had to keep it close. So, all that being said, that's why I like single game elimination because, well, at least for the it, right now for the WNBA, because I think it just draws um, more excitement. I think right now, like you mentioned that Chicago Vegas game, that was like even though I thought the last couple of plays were terrible basketball. That was still extremely exciting. Like I can't even imagine like being in the arena at that point in time. Yeah. And knowing that yo somebody's going home today. If you were in Vegas, I'm sure that was a fun game to attend. Like, no. and knowing somebody's going home today. Like somebody's season is over. You're not playing after this. Yeah. Like that's like that's how you go home for the summer. And you can even see in the players' faces they couldn't believe what was going on. Like like if you watch the slow motion when Vandersloot throws the ball. And it gets stolen. Diamond is like, oh, my God, like, what's going on? And then when uh, Hambry takes a shot, Chicago bitch is jumping up and down. Like, I can't believe she did this stupid thing. And then, like, the, everybody in Vegas is like, yo, what are you doing? Then, then like, the shot goes in. Somebody from Chicago, like, falls out. Diamond's like, I can't believe this shot actually went in. Like, wow. Hambry don't even know what happened. I think it just brings excitement. And, again, like I said, even I'm at the game. I'm, I'm supposed to get working. I got lost in just watching the game. I'm like, this is actually a really good basketball game right now. 
personally, at least yeah. in the third. Like, I got lost in watching the game. I mean, it's not bad basketball. Whoever says it's bad basketball is tweaking. It's not bad basketball. The product has to improve, but it's never, it's never, it's never really bad basketball. It can be some ugly basketball. I've seen a lot yeah. of ugly you know what basketball from the WNBA where the score is like 48 to 58 and I'm like this is just nobody can make a shot but uh but nah I mean from that I mean nah it was good basketball I think I think both playoff weekends were good basketball I was actually watching uh the first round with my girl he was just sitting in the living room watching it on the iPad. Like that's how I mean the Lynx outscoring the what well, the storm outscoring the Lynx backcourt 48 to 1 was inexcusable. That that that's the most inexcusable thing I've heard in the history of basketball. That was that was inexcusable. There ain't no way you should come out here and get out score forty eight to one. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean that. I mean that was bad, but still, it was it was, it was still a good game regardless okay. of what yeah. happened. It was still a good game. They still had chances to win that game. The like fa- them, yeah, the fact yeah. that they won that game with the other team's backcourt scoring one just tells you how ridiculous that game was within <laughs> it with the, within the first place. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that should have been a blowout, but yeah, you know, close game. People go home, but even in the Vegas game. You, I mean, you can see it like when it was twenty some seconds of like Cam Beige looked like she was about to cry. Um, Asia Wilson looked like she was definitely about to cry because I think she made the play before that like yeah, might have messed, yeah, yeah. messed up the game or whatever. Um, actually, I think she might have shrank down to the hole and left open forty five. I think that was her number for a wide open three, and then that I was mean, at Chicago. To be fair, uh, 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 the uh, woman who hit that shot had hit thirteen threes all season. To be fair, to be fair. If you want one person shooting the ball, it was it was her in that situation. She just happened to actually make it. Yeah. She had shot literally 13 threes all season, to be fair. Well, made 13 threes all season. Still. You, I feel you. But to be fair, to, to, be, to be fair. You don't leave Robert Ory open for a chance to get that shot. Yeah, but Robert Ory. You don't leave Derek made. Fisher open for a chance to get a last-second shot. You, you guard. Like, you got – they were already playing two big men or two big women on the floor. Well, like, what are you collapsing down in the paint for with Cam Beige down there? The, at the very worst, they could have tied the game. You let them take the lead because you want to shrink down and go for a block when you didn't need to go for a block, which put them in a hole. I mean, which is why they was looking like they was about to cry in the first place because they knew they messed up defensive lapses. You see, I see way more egregious defensive lapses in the WNBA than I see in the NBA. In the NBA, sometimes I feel like it's a little bit more of that guy just made a shot. You're like, ah, man, like even Harden ended the first game versus the Warriors. Great defense. He just made the three. You know, I'm talking about in the in the very mm-hmm. first game of uh, the season. You can't stop that. In the WNBA, usually when they lose at the end of the game, it's because some some magical play got drawn up by the coach, and, and they and the players was goofy enough to go and follow. <laughs> the, like, like, what are you doing? You got the you got arguably the biggest team in the WNBA in the front court. Why are you shrinking down and try to block a shot when you got Liz Cambage down there? And, and Liz was having a decent game. It was just sloppy play. But that's also a lot of what I felt like Fish eliminated from the Sparks at, once they got healthy. I agree. We saw a lot of sloppy play at the beginning of the at the beginning of the season, which is what made their offense look so bad. Now that's a lot more cleaned up. I even see the players now, and even Fish was, you know, you know, I, I remember you talking a lot about him not running that many plays. But even now. At the beginning of the season, when the play broke down or the first option broke down, you saw the players standing around looking like, what do we, what do, we do? do? Now, I see a lot of the times where if somebody ain't doing what they're supposed to do, somebody else on the team is like, get over there. Like, you see you know, like, a lot, run, yeah. Like, move. I'll see Candace go to TRP and be like, you're not move, supposed yeah, to be move. right there. You're supposed to be on this spot on the floor. You weren't seeing that at the beginning of the season. In the WNBA, it's just a lot of, like, so play-heavy focus 
all of their defenders are more so man-to-man defenders, mm-hmm. which is also why I respect a guy like Giannis, and I don't discredit a guy like Giannis for playing good all-around defense. I don't need you to be a, a man-on-man defender. Just play good team defense and make sure you stop everything coming in your area and that people scared to get in the area. In the WNBA, there's nobody that really shuts down one particular side of the floor. I disagree with that. There's nobody I, 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 I A side of the that. floor? No, I, 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 I disagree with Who? that. I think Dekka does a good job of that. No, she does. No, 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 look like, but but again, like that's why I think that we she should have won. We just talked about Jonquil Jones grabbing twenty four rebounds. She grabbed sixteen, and I think she scored eighteen that game. She grabbed sixteen. Nekka grabbed sixteen. Yeah, eighteen and twenty four dropped on your head. Nekka grabbed sixteen, and also and also and also in that game, I don't think that because Candace was hurt then, so Nekka wasn't playing center yet. I think Shanae was playing center then, so I think uh, Jonquil was Shanae's matchup. Because remember, Nekka's been playing a center ever since Candace has been um, been mm-hmm. back, but that was like the. Fourth game of the season when Candace was hurt. Yeah. Like, the only person I've seen give Necker buckets this season, like buckets, buckets, was Deladon. But Deladon ain't given everybody buckets this season. She done worked out everyone. MVP. By far. Like, it's not even a, it's, it's not even a discussion. Yeah, but I'm, like I've told you about Necker, I got mad respect for her as a player, but she is not a player that, that dynamically shifts anything to me on the basketball court. She is she is Kevin Garnett, but if Kevin Garnett was not as fiery, and I feel like Kevin Garnett, if he wanted this, part of his fieriness was just him being crazy enough to just want to do the things that he wanted to do, and that was part of what like made you fear him. I don't fear her. I don't see anybody scared of her on the court. I just don't like she just don't impose like physically or game wise. I don't feel like she's imposing to me. She's a very very good player. But she's not an imposing player to me, which is why I find it funny that she's won like an MVP before and was eligible for MVP this year. Cause she just she has good numbers, but she she's not an imposing player to she's me. She's not an imposing player, but I think she's a very very intelligent player. Like yeah, she like is. I agree with that. Like when you, I, but I think a lot of what makes her her is her basketball like you. It's like yeah, she's not gonna go out there and like have crazy like Natasha Howard will swat your shot clean out of bounds. Like like you'll go for a layup. And it would end up out of bounds. But also, Natasha Howell will pick up a stupid foul that she doesn't need to pick up because of things like that. Yeah, but I'm but if I'm on the court and I'm playing Natasha Howard, I'm kind of scared of her. I got to account for her. I understand she's that. She's a body out there. She's a force. She's she's actually got a got a very, like, great basketball physical Yeah, no, 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 no. You know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Like, shows. from top yeah. to bottom, very thin, very slender, very yeah, muscular. Yeah. Got broad shoulders, mm. long arms, long legs, yeah, yeah. short waist. Like, she's got a great basketball yeah. body. She's imposing to me. I I agree with you, but I think that also you can use that, like NECA does. I think NECA being a smart basketball player picked up, like, two or three fouls on her just by using that against her. They know she, like, she knows she wants to go for blocks. Like, she's trained to go for blocks, go for the steals. So, I'm going to just use all that against you. Them refs were also terrible yesterday. See, I don't Natasha see. Natasha got smacked in the face, and they ain't even called a foul on it. So, like, she was literally got, like, destroyed in the face. NECA got destroyed in the face, grabbing her nose, looking like she broke her nose. Them refs, the WNBA refs are the worst to me. They are terrible. I never watch WNBA games and not pay attention to the referee game. I mean, to the referee. Never. Like especially in person, when I'm in person, I'm like, "What are you looking at?" I feel like, but 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 again, like this is this 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 goes back to why I think that they need to like the league and the new commissioner needs to make it a point to clean the game up. I still think that they play like they call the game like it's a '90s Knicks game. Like if you watch '90s Knicks game, they're extremely physical. They mucked up. It's it's like a lot of that. They need to clean up the game, and 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 actually don't allow them to be so physical. Like, it's way more physical than the NBA. Yeah, but the problem is is that 
I have a problem with the amount of fouls that they call in the WNBA game. You make the game more of a ticky-tack type of game, you're going to get even more foul calls. My thing I is already this. feel like the games, the WNBA games, don't have any flow to them. My thing is this. I think that if you start calling those fouls, players will adjust eventually. Now, it might take you half a season, but players will adjust. Like, even still, like you were saying in the NBA, like, they'll put a new rule in. And, like, the first half of the season, it, it, it like, the freedom of movement. You were seeing a whole bunch of off-ball fouls called because players weren't used to it. As the season goes on, they get more used to it. Players players will adjust. It might take them a couple games. It might take them, you know, 15, 16 games. But by the time you get to the playoffs, if, if, if you've been consistent in calling it like that all year, they'll adjust. Yeah, I don't think those refs are good enough for that. All right. I'm just being honest. That's another like, discussion. That's my fair. biggest beef with WNBA: go get NBA refs and go get NBA announcers and mix the and mix the WNBA the top WNBA personalities with a full regular NBA crew for the TV and get the NBA refs so that way we can get the game called at the highest caliber of where it needs to be. I don't feel like these referees are the highest of caliber, and that's not saying that they throwing the games or doing nothing wild. They're not doing anything that they shouldn't be doing. They're just not good referees. That's fair. I think the referees and the level of referees that they have in the NBA is built for the highest level of competition. I feel like the referees for the WNBA is built to just satisfy the league needing referees. I don't feel like we're getting the most veteran of veteran officials because the most veteran of veteran officials will be able to see Neka Ogumike get smacked in the face uh, by somebody's hand as they're trying to strip the ball from her and she's on the ground for the whole after that for like she was on the ground for like 10 15 seconds how you miss that when i can see it from across the floor in the media stands i don't like the refs i think the refs contribute to the part of the lack of the floor in the wnba but i'm not blaming the refs for like any losses but it's also like part of that is improving the product that's fair. But even with that, I think that would help out players like Neka. She probably would have an easier time scoring because down low she would be able to get more foul calls. But I just don't think she – she just doesn't shift that to me. Natasha Howard is like one of them players where I'm like, yo, like when I saw her on the floor, I'm like, man, she is not only giving them buckets because they can't really physically handle her. On defense, don't nobody really – ain't nobody really trying to go at her like that. See, I disagree with you. Like I think that Neka went at her, and that's why she picked up those early fouls. Like even I asked um, – um, um, the Seattle coach after the game, he did not give me, he did not at all answer my question. He That's took the rest was trash. He took the time to complain about the referees, which, which, which I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at, but you're not, you did not answer my question because Natasha Howard came out strong, had 12 points first quarter, 12 first quarter points, then picked up a second foul. I think with two minutes left in the first quarter, had to like sit down. I felt like she finished the game with 20, so she scored eight points the rest of the game. I felt like if she doesn't pick up that foul, I don't know, I don't know what happens. I think that was I think there were a couple of huge plays in the game. I think I think um Natasha Howard picking up that second foul early on. Um the TRP rebound at the end of the first half. Remember, like there was like 36 seconds left. TRP got a rebound that gave the Sparks an extra possession. I think they had a six point lead going, six or seven point lead going into the half. Uh I can't remember. It was like a, my notes are in the car. It was either a six or eight point lead, whatever, and then they um but if she doesn't get that rebound, you may go into a four point lead or a two point lead. And you come out to half, and I think they came out with on like a 7-0 run. Yeah, but that's because Raquana. Raquana came out, and actually I wrote it down in my notes because I'm trying to remember a little bit of it. In my notes, I put down, like, Raquana came out, hit the first three of the third quarter and the last three of the third quarter. That's immediate. And, like, but that's also the adjustment Fish, I think Fish makes. Um, felt like in the first half, Jordan Canada kind of could do what she want because Raquana wasn't 
in the sink offensively, and they was forcing TRP to be the one to shoot the ball either from the mirror. They was forcing her to either drive yeah. from the three-point line or shoot the open three, yeah, yeah. which I think she shot like six shots yesterday, which is the most I've seen her shoot in a while. She took eight shots okay, and four yeah, of them were exactly. threes. Exactly. I've seen multiple games where she's only taken two one shots. or two shots. Yeah, we wanted two shots. So they were forcing her to shoot the ball. But if you're going to force her to shoot the ball, Raquana got to be aggressive. And she wasn't aggressive. First half, she came out, splashed a three from the left-hand corner. Then she finished the the half, I mean, I'm sorry, the quarter with a three. That, to me, takes you and immediately shifts the momentum because then you have to, if you Jordan Canada, now you have to account for her. If you Alicia Clark, Alicia Clark had a terrible game yesterday. You have to now oh, account, she was terrible. You she have to account for Raquana. She was 0 for 2, yeah, she was 1 for 5 from, well, no, 0 for 2 from the field, hit 5 free throws. Yeah. It was a minus she was not, six. She was not good at all. And had four game. turnovers. Not good at all of that. Game. She wasn't good. She wasn't. If T, when TRP outscores you, you didn't have a good game. <laughs> and there's no disrespect to TRP. She was more like the Tony Allen of, the, of her team. Yeah, yeah. But like, when TRP is outscoring you, you had a bad game. I agree. You're not. Alicia Clark's not averaging five points a game. Like, what what are you doing? So 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 going forward, obviously, like I said, we talked about a little bit. They you know have the sun. Um, do you think that? The Sun is a winnable series for the Sparks. Yeah, easily. I think I think that they I think they can win as long as they don't as long as they don't give up a ton of because the Sun are the ones Courtney Williams is the one with the Cisco cut, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, she yeah. Has Cisco so cut. Uh, yeah, as long as they don't let her go crazy because she, I felt like in those games the the biggest keys for Fish should be is we got to run Courtney Williams off the three point line and make her more of a mid range shooter and keep her from attacking the basket. Like we got to keep her between the three point line and the, and the mid range. If we can keep her there. Cause last, I think in the in two of them games, she was just attacking the paint yeah, like yeah. crazy. She was missing a lot of layups. That's also a thing about a lot of teams that play the Sparks. I noticed they miss a ton of wide open layups Cause they're huge. or easy layups. Cause so cause, it, the, cause yeah. I mean I mean but to, coach even the Spar- uh, Seattle coach talked about it. they're long. Yeah. Like even if you look at their lineup, ain't no five six people really on the team besides like Raquana. Yeah. But like Raquana is so athletic and she plays a yeah. bigger than like what her actual yeah. size is. She also is. jumps really high. Exactly. And she 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 plays bigger than what her size is. But even Chelsea Gray is like I think five eleven. Yeah. And she's a point guard. Yeah. So they're a very very long team. And I mean even though Neca might be an undersized center, you got Candace at six four. Yeah. So if Candace does this, she's still taller than most players on on the court. Yeah. I just think they got to keep Courtney Williams in the mid range. Keep John Quill Jones from averaging over. Tw- 12 rebounds a game in this series and make and make the um the Suns uh, small for it and power for it really be the ones that have to take the bulk of the shots. Because if you can force them to have to take the bulk of the shots, then that then then they're gonna neck is gonna be able to switch off on them. And you then you can be able to take TRP and move her on either of those people and then you can lock them down. I think if I'm the Sparks, I think that we should want the average score of the whole series to be like, are we averaging 75 points and they averaging like 70, 68. And this shouldn't be a high scoring series for them. If I'm them, we gonna muck it up, we gonna rebound it, we gonna make it an ugly series for them. And if they do that, I honestly think they can beat them in four. And I think the one advantage the Sparks have pretty much over, honestly, any team in the um, WNBA is that when things break down, they have at least three people who can manufacture a bucket. Like you got Chelsea, you got Raquana, and you got Candace. Who went things? Any? Uh, no, nah, no, Candace. Candace, Candace no. 2009. I'm 2019. I disagree with you. Buddy. No, no, I'm no. Nah, Candace still can. Now, now, is it as consistent as Chelsea or Raquana? Probably not. But Candace still can. Like Candace can still hit a step back. She can still like she put the ball like on the floor and create something. I mean, she's shooting what I think 42 percent from the field. Yeah, like 25 from three. She's I mean, 20. Like, 
She's shooting like rusted. I mean, yes, 26 for 20. I think it's 29 percent for three. That's not the greatest, but still, she can still put the ball on the floor and create something. I haven't seen her make. I haven't seen her make an open three, and I don't think I'll see. I mean, yeah, but I'm not talking about open threes though. I'm talking about late in the shot clock, like when when it's like. When have you seen? I haven't. I haven't seen her when the shot clock is breaking down. She just go up and throw up some shots. I've. I've, I personally I've haven't seen her in the in the five four or five games I've covered this year. I haven't personally seen it. I've I'm seen not her saying that it doesn't exist. I've seen it from her before when she was younger in her MVP days. But I I if they win a championship, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the end of the road, and I wouldn't be upset at it either. I think it's time. I see her and and she's at that level where D Wade is, where it's like, yeah, you're not bad, but we've seen what you were when you were at your best, and you this is not the best that you could possibly give, so it might be time to wrap it up. But, I mean, I still think they're going to win in four. I, I think they'll win 3-1. I think they're going to lose probably the first game to Connecticut by a lot. They're going to win game two, come back and sweep them in Staples, and then they'll be going to the finals, and they might get swept in the finals. I mean, so we're all in agreement that Washington's going to the finals. Oh, yeah. If Washington doesn't make the finals, I will be very, very – if Washington doesn't make the finals, Bill Lambeer has got something up his sleeve that I ain't seen before. If Washington doesn't make the finals, I think it would be like, I mean, statistically wise, Washington has the best offense ever in the WNBA. Yeah. Ever. They have the first 54 90 player ever in the WNBA. It would be probably, now granted, I'm not extremely well versed on like the history of the league, but I would assume just by looking at the numbers Washington puts up, it would probably be one of the biggest disappointments in WNBA history. Yeah. If uh, they don't at least make the finals. Uh, I disagree with that. Because I think I think playoffs are about styles, which is the main reason why we why the Sparks pl- players and people behind the scenes were 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 happy that they got in certain seeds because stylistically they didn't have to play teams that, that that don't fit their style. I think it just depends on what the other coaches can create in terms of style and pace. If you can keep Washington to seventy eight to eighty points, you got a chance to beat them. It's just when you letting them get a hundred a game, no shot. The issue. The issue is that uh, I would, but I would, I would think with that series is that the fact that the Aces play with two bigs, and against Washington, I don't think you can play with two bigs because they spread you out so much. Yeah. So that's my that's thing. It. But I mean, we'll see how it goes with the Sparks. Um, I think that I'm with you. I think that they will um, represent LA in the finals. Um, and then we get to the finals and we got to see what happens. I mean, I think that the Sparks are the best, are actually the best defensive team in in the um, league. I know they were third in defensive rating, but they didn't have half their team for half the year. Yeah. I think that when even to be third and not have your team for half the year, to me, is very impressive. And yeah. probably says you actually the best defensive team in the league. And defensive player of the year from last year coming off your bench and, and short spurts. Who saved the game for them, honestly, in, in like the first quarter. I think that Fish was searching for some energy and found it with Elena. And like Elena gave them the best minutes she's given them all season. Yeah. So, I mean, Elena yeah. and Sydney, Elena and Sydney to me are the, have been Fish's saving graces. Um, I mean, Sydney more times than not this season because of her energy. I've always talked to her just about energy. She just come in and play with energy. She plays like Pat Bev, but with Kirk Heinrich's type of <laughs> finesse on the floor. I feel yeah, yeah, like, I It's feel just you. always energy. So, I feel yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Uh, it's been Sparklight. Um, like I said, I'll get up with you guys uh, next next week. This might be my last Tuesday, actually, in this Dash radio station. I'm not sure. I got to look at the thing. But... Um, yeah, appreciate all the, the uh, support you guys are giving me all season. And until next time, it's been Sparklight.